Ascension Providence, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it's Matt Mosley. Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, rolling right through a Monday. And uh, excited to talk to our next guest, Tony Peterson, uh, the distinguished uh, chair of journalism over at SMU. I like that, uh, Tony, that it said, uh, uh, it's like in it under Belo, a man that you know, came from the Houston Chronicle, and, uh, and then you're endowed by, uh, by the name we associate with the Dallas Morning News. I'd say uh, that's that's pretty that's pretty good stuff there. You uh, you have been at some some great places, but uh, Tony, it was really fun seeing you the other day. Even though it was kind of a sad occasion, but I thought the uh, I thought the uh, the service was beautiful as we celebrated the life of uh, Dave Campbell. Welcome to the Matt Mosley Show. Well, thank you very much, Matt, and it's great to be with you. And it was great to see you at uh, the memorial service for. Dave, and, and you're right, there's obviously a certain sadness about it, but yet at the same time, uh, my goodness, what a life, 96 years and productive really right up until the end of his life, and he touched the lives of so many people in so many positive ways, including mine, and I have forever been grateful about having the opportunity that Dave gave me and, and many other young journalists. What was the uh, – tell me the first time you crossed paths with uh, Dave Campbell, and can you remember what year that would have been, not to date you? Well, I can remember exactly because I went to work at the Tribune in the fall of 1970, and uh, I was still a student at Baylor. I was a sophomore, uh, just entering my sophomore year. And there were a number of students at Baylor who who worked part-time and even full-time for the Tribune during that time. So it was the fall of 1970. And I will never forget my first real encounter with Dave because I sat next to him at a Baylor uh, football game. Dave was there writing the uh, lead, of course, and I was assigned to do a sidebar or what we called in those days dressing room stories. I was assigned to go to the visitor's. Uh, dressing room after the game and get quotes and uh, write a story. And I'll never forget that. It, it is clear to me as, as if it happened yesterday. Dave was there doing his own play-by-play, and he was doing it in great detail. And and after a, a few minutes, I, I just asked him, uh, Mr. Campbell, why do you do your own play-by-play? Because they, they have one here in the press box that they pass out. And I'll never forget this. He looked at me and said, the play-by-play in the press box sometimes has mistakes. <laughs> and it just it told me it told me how fastidious he was about accuracy and every detail, right down to yardage gained, down, what exactly what happened. Everything had to be exactly as it happened, and everything had to be accurate. And if it were not accurate, uh, you heard about it. And Dave knew, and uh, there was still, even late in his life, there was nobody who could dissect a college football game better than Dave Campbell. I like your wording there. You must have written at some point in your life <laughs> to use fastidious. I love that. I mean, that <laughs> that kind of sums it up uh, because that kind of, even in the way he dressed, the way he approached everything, that he was – he was the perfect editor because a lot of us that were writers are just kind of a mess. We, we're just sort of, you know, we just kind of go through life and 
going from one thing to another, and that's just not how he was. It, it's funny, those SWC tours, and I'm sure you got to go on a few of those in your career. Uh, can you imagine Dave being where, with those guys like Blackie, Sherrod, and uh, if you go back to Cartwright and some of those guys, Herskowitz is a guy, obviously, you've known for years. I, I, those were characters who probably didn't wait till noon to maybe have their first drink. And, and Dave was not like that. It's just funny to me think back on him being part of that group. I mean, his he lived so long, probably because he took good care of himself and played a lot of tennis. But that was kind of the group he was in. I mean, uh, and, and it's it's just amazing to me that he saw a lot in his ninety six years. Well, he sure did, and you're right. Uh, he was in a group of writers. Uh, who were extremely talented, but uh, there was a messiness to their lives. And uh, in, in Dave's life, there was complete order in every detail. And that's just the way he lived. Uh, it's the way he raised his family. Uh, it's the way he edited the sports section at the Tribune Herald. And certainly it's the way he launched uh, Texas football and the way he carried himself. He carried himself extremely well. And you, you knew that when you were in Dave's presence, you really were in the presence of somebody who was very special. Talking to Tony Peterson, uh, who worked under Dave Campbell uh, back, as he said, starting in 1970, has been a great editor in Texas, and then he became a uh, professor and became uh, dean of journalism over at SMU. Uh, it's, uh, and he has tried to retire, but they won't let him retire over there at SMU. Now, what do you remember, Tony, about uh, – Texas Football Magazine. Like, first of all, when did that get on your radar as someone that uh, that that went to Baylor, and and when did you start taking notice? And can you kind of remember maybe the first cover that really stood out to you back in the day? Yeah, I remember. Uh, I remember noticing it in when it came out in 1960. I was 10 years old. And I first saw it in Pipkin's Drugstore there on uh, North 19th. And the people in Waco, uh, longtime Wacoans, will remember uh, Pipkin's Drugstore. Uh, and I remember that it just it it uh, I, I didn't buy a copy. I was 10. I, I couldn't afford it. Uh, but uh, the first the first cover that I really remember, of course, uh, I guess it was uh, John Bridgers, and uh, I guess I guess it was Larry Elkins on the cover. Uh, because I was totally infatuated with Baylor. Uh, I, 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 I grew up just absolutely knowing that I wanted to get a degree from Baylor. Uh, I grew up in, in the, uh, over in, and I went to La Vega High School. I grew up near Bell Mead, uh, the same area that uh, Dave grew up in, as a matter of fact. And, of course, he went to La Vega High School himself, graduated in 1941. And uh, I started really uh, noticing Texas football, uh, at that point, and then, of course, when I went to work at the Tribune, uh, there were a number of us who who did odd jobs. And uh, you know, I, starting out that young, I wasn't good enough to write for Texas football, uh, but uh, we did some editing, and in particular, we did some fact checking on some of the high school sections. Uh, and uh, believe me, fact checking was a big deal in Texas football. Oh yeah, yeah, and and did not want to get anything wrong, and that's a ton of information. I mean, for people that don't, I mean, it's it's like every classification, now the taps, you know, everything. He wanted to include every, and I think just the two A, the one A, and maybe that was. I bet when you went to La Vega, and when he'd gone to La Vega, 
Um, you know, LaVega was probably, what, two, 1A or 2A back in the back of the day. But, uh, my goodness, he, he, every classification, and he treated those 1A and 2A schools like for my dad came from Elkhart, which would have been, I guess, a single-A school uh, in deep East Texas. Those were as important to Dave as the 5A, what would become 5A schools. Oh, all of that was incredibly important, and Dave knew that. Uh, Dave knew the importance of high school football in small-town Texas. And for those young guys playing football, to get their name listed in Texas Football Magazine was just a huge deal. And it, it gave us standing to high school football that otherwise really, I believe, would not have been there. And uh, Dave understood that very well, and he uh, spent a great deal of time and energy making sure that high schools got due credit in Texas football for really not just the sport of high school football, but for really the cultural impact that high school football had across the state. Cody Peterson joining us uh, to talk about Dave Campbell. He worked with him and kept up with him over the years. Uh, you know, it's funny as he as even as he aged, he kept writing as as writers tend to do. Uh, I think it keeps your mind active. It, it's one of the reasons I think guys even sometimes when they don't take care of themselves live a long time. But I mean, wasn't that wild how he used to that Bear Insider report that would go out for the foundation members? Uh, Tony, how many? Wasn't he still writing almost like 80 inches of copy, which is, for people that don't really know the writing business, that's a lot, or like 100 inches. He was still writing. He was doing that probably into his 80s. Uh, I believe that's right, uh, and he took a great deal of pride in it. And uh, he, uh, again, he would describe uh, games. He would describe uh, people in really specific detail. Uh, and uh, and in that very literary flair that he always had, but with of course that huge attention to accuracy. Uh, but yeah, he uh, he wrote uh, well. I mean, even uh, as was told at his memorial service uh, just a couple of years ago, he published uh, the book on favorite uh, favorite uh, Texas football stories, uh, and it was uh, published by Texas A&M Press. And then he himself, even at the age of 94, went on a book tour. And uh, that's that was just Dave. Uh, he was not going to let anything slide. He was not going to miss any opportunity to uh, promote uh, the writing that he loved and the sport that he loved. What's the most important takeaway or trait that you think maybe he passed along to you in your career? Was it that, you know, I'm sure you had to make some of these writers uh, write corrections. You may have become fastidious yourself to a certain extent. Um, what was the, what was the big, what was, would you say are your one or two biggest takeaways from your time with Mr. Campbell? I think the biggest one was fairness. And, you know, in several of the stories, uh, he was quoted as saying that, uh, really that's how he wanted to be remembered. And he absolutely would do anything to make sure that what he wrote and what was in the magazine and what was in the sports section at the Tribune Herald uh, was fair. And uh, I remember uh, a discussion once about using the word hapless. Uh, and I think one of our desk people used the word hapless in a um, headline referring to uh, maybe a high school or a college team. And Dave talked about it, and he, and he didn't like the use of that word for amateur athletes. And he said they're trying. 
uh, we don't know all the details. We don't know the coach. We don't know uh, anything about the, really the totality of the picture. But high school athletes are out there trying as hard as they can, and they shouldn't be referred to as hapless just because they're on a bad team. And uh, I'll never forget that. And that was just that was what Dave did, and everything about him uh, emphasized fairness. Uh, and if there's one takeaway that I have absolutely tried to do in every journalistic endeavor and every uh, editing position I've ever been in, it's to be fair. Yeah, I tell you, I love hearing you talk about it, and I knew you would be great on it, and uh, and and that's really it's really neat to get to catch up with you. It was great to see you the other day. I can tell with those glasses you have on now, those work well over at Snyder Plaza, right across from SMU. You just have that very learned, you know, professorial look about you. So uh, you didn't look like all the other sports writers. Some of us have had a few too many mills over the years. I will not name names, but uh, but you almost look like you may have played some tennis with Dave. Did you ever get to do that? No, I never did. I, I've never played tennis. Uh, I've, I've played <laughs> golf uh, all my life. Uh, I I couldn't have kept up with him even even when he was in his eighties. I couldn't have kept up with him. I guarantee you. <laughs> I like to imagine that he still used a wooden racket. You know, like that. There, there was part of him that thought maybe the advancement of rackets. You know, <laughs> he, we're, was, we're he was old school. Yeah, he it, was he old was, school. He he definitely he definitely was. Thank you so much, Tony, for uh, for joining me, and it's been fun to get to know you over the years, and even the interest you took in my career as a young writer, and and uh, means a lot to me. And it was it was really neat getting to catch up with you the other day. Well, Matt, thank you very much for having me, and it's always a pleasure to visit with you, and especially on this occasion to talk about Dave. You bet. There he goes, Tony Peterson, who uh, is was with the uh, Houston Chronicle for many years as the sports editor there. And, uh, and is now the uh, head of journalism uh, over at SMU and would like to maybe retire at some point, but they, he's uh, done too good of a job, and uh, they're having a little trouble replacing him. 